podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something like Talk Time on Podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on Podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast in association with Lucky Star Gym. I'm your host, Mike, and with me today on the panel, we've got Neil and Marms. We are going to be talking about a win. Do not adjust your sets. Do not adjust your screens. We're talking about a win and a clean sheet. The medication I took last year week is clearly, clearly working. Um, as always, engagement is important, so please join the discussion on all the social medias. Um, help the Wimbledon fans get off my back a bit. Um, interact and share, like, comment, all the other bits and bobs. Um, we're going to get diving straight in. Neil, not saying we believe in superstitions or anything, but we organised these things a little while in advance, and the last time you were on was against Notts County, and you're on again today. So there's a pattern emerging already, early season. Um, how, how was your trip away, and how were you? Uh, the trip away was great, and, uh, uh, and and I am fine, so I've got a smile on my face. And yes, I am claiming a hundred percent record for podcasts and us winning. And the only three times I've seen us live so far this season, we haven't lost. Beautiful. That that is a very good record to keep. Same, same as I'm. I did that to uh, on the forum saying, right, you're the one who needs to make all the match threads because we're, <laughs> we're losing games. <clears throat> and making a debut today is Marnes. Hello, how are you? Hi there, Mike. I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. Thank you for coming on. Um, introduce yourself a little bit. Tell us about your Sutton United history and um, how you, last time I think I saw you, you had you been subbed. I don't know. <laughs> I think you had me in your pocket that day. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been, been a youth fan for that. About six years or so, um, but where I've been playing some Saturdays myself has been a bit tricky to get down to games. But last last couple of years or so, I've been down at at the, um, at the lane with my little boy and everything like that. So he, he loves it. Yeah, no, I, I know you've got a few East T-shirts as well. So um, I saw I saw this. <laughs> um, so uh, we'll, we'll get to the game in a sec. I mean, just a couple of quick things. Uh, there's loads of coach bookings coming up. We seem to have a load of away games they're taking bookings for. And um, obviously at the uh, Sports Hub, you can get the 50-50 tickets as well. Um, so get them done. And on Saturday, don't forget, um, Johnny is doing his book in the fan zone. Um, I think Paul asked him on the forum, which is better for yourself and the charity. And Johnny made a very good point of technically you give Johnny, you pay Johnny, he gets more money for the charity. But if you buy from off Amazon or any of those type of places, it gets it in front of more eyes. So it's kind of a, 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 a mix up. So if you don't see Johnny, make sure you buy that book. It's um, 
it looks really, really good and it's got a load of work into it. The um, other thing is it's Chinese food, apparently, on sale it? before the game. Oh, that's, 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 you, you got that exclusive, did you, was that before you flicked the V-sign at Claire or after? Uh, <laughs> <before>. <laughs> Fair enough. So we'll start off with the lineup as always. I got an amazing seven out of eleven. Um, how, how did you do, Mons, on the lineup? What, what you, what About six. 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 Oh, wicked! Yeah. I mean, you. Yeah, that's good. Neil, what did you get? I know you last week or, or yeah, last week. I think you got fifteen of the sixteen. So how did you do yesterday? Yeah, I was pretty perfect. I didn't have Dundo on the bench because I forgot that we were allowed to name nine subs, so I only <sighs> named seven. I had uh, Mr. Hart in instead of Robert left back, but he wasn't even down as a sub. Right. Uh, but the rest of the team, I actually had, with that aside, I had spot on. So I got the two up front and, uh, and thought that Christian would make his sort of full starting debut. So I picked that one up. I, I had Scotty starting instead of um, Aidan. Yeah, uh, and a uh, couple of other bits, but <clears throat> but yeah, um, I think the good vibes kind of started straight away. So you guys were there, and um, I saw on the highlights, and I think actually they put it on Twitter as the players came out and peeled off to the the far side of the pitch. Matt came out and went up to the away fans, starting off um, at the game. Um, that was a bit different, and did it feel like oh, this is this is a this is a bit different, or? Um, did you not really notice? It was, it was good to see, to be fair. I think, mm-hmm. obviously, after some of the results recently, it was, the engagement was nice. I think you obviously see that like, they're supporting the boys. And uh, just, I, I think he said in his post-match interview as well, the, the support, obviously, he knows it's not going to notice. So it was, it was, it was nice to see. Cheer the, boy, cheer the boys on. Yeah, Neil, what did you think of that? The acoustics were great, so <laughs> it, it really did capture because they they cordoned off the two extremities, so therefore there were nearly 300 of us just in the middle behind the goal, and you didn't have to make much noise for it to sort of reverberate back on you, and so all the youngsters right up the back behind were really enjoying the fact that they can make a lot of noise, and uh, it, it became very infectious. Yeah, it it does. I remember. Um, I don't go too many away, as we know, but I remember the um, Lane Orient a couple of times gone there, and it, it, again, same kind of thing. It, the sound stays, and it makes it encourages yeah. you a bit more. I know there was a bit of a conversation on the forum um, about why can't we do this at Sutton, um, but it's because you've got old kids like me going, no, no, I don't want to stand in my little spot, and I'm going to stay there. Whereas away, you're kind of all chucked in together, and you you have no choice where you are. Um, but um, I mean. <sighs> The start, um, obviously, I only get to see the highlights of this one because it wasn't shown anywhere. Um, but h- how did it kind of feel first bit? I think they had the first chances, did they, Mars? Yeah, they did, yeah. Um, McCleary had a, had a shot, decent save by um, by Rose, uh, and a couple of half chances after that. But first half, I felt we were quite, quite comfortable um, after, after their first chance. Yeah, and Aiden got his uh, first goal for us. Um, uh, he's, he looks a bit of a slightly different player to we, we've had before. He does look a little bit, oh, he could be good here. Um, so, Neil, what, how are you sort of feeling at 1-0? At um, 
feeling at 1-0, very, very confident. Prior to that, the, the, the first chance they had, they just opened it up, opened us up like a can of beans. It was quite mm. scary, but uh, Rosie made a brilliant save. But we learned from that and, you know, we they never got um, much more of a sort of clear chance from that point of view. There were a few scraps and, and all that sort of thing. But we started to play some very good football and... Uh, you know, you could feel the goal was coming and uh, it was, you know, beautifully taken. But, you know, O'Brien is such a good player. He just seems to have so much more time on the ball. He sees a pass. He knows when a pass is coming to him. He's just, you know, he's got a League One brain. Mm. And uh, and the same with um, with having uh, Jackson's you know playing yeah. it right back what a what a difference it just really you know gave you know an assuredness that's been lacking previously and then having smith back at the front and then he nearly he nearly sneaks another one we really could have been uh, two up just that's, with a little bit was, more uh, luck that was my next sort of question is um obviously smith's come back was it was it him making the difference what 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 seemed to be making the difference last night. What was different to um last couple of times? I had someone mention, I can't remember where I read this, but someone saying the difference seemed to be we were previously waiting for crosses to come in and this time we were kind of attacking crosses to defend them, um, not just letting them come into the box. So how how did you feel the difference was Mars last night? Um I thought the approach really in regards to winning headers, battles, when we've got no disrespect to Scott, he is a great player, but obviously but on the short side like myself. Um, so in in regards to to winning those those big battles, having Harry back in there was was a was a great help. Um, he's just battles for everything. He, he doesn't give up. So having that and obviously O'Brien off him, it, it, it did help a lot in regards to creating chances and creating space off, off the last man. Yeah. What about defensively, Neil? What did you think was slightly different? Um, Lewis John had so much confidence. He was a completely different player to the, you know, the, the nightmare that he had against Cambridge. He was a different player. And I think, you know, also having the added responsibility of being skipper, he just sort of rose to the occasion. And uh, he and Ben were like the old, you know, John and Goodliffe uh, partnership in the back. So we didn't miss uh, Show Me at all in the centre of defence. And as I said, I think they were also had the confidence because they got Jackson next to them as well. Right. I mean, there was... <laughs> Lewis' um, interview did make me laugh because there was one point where he said um, the players have worked there really hard. <laughs> I wonder what he was going to say there. Um, but second half, obviously... Um, I mean, there's been dis- difference, difference of opinions on, on Twitter throughout the day, but um, the general consensus, apart from a couple of people, feel that Wickham kind of came at us and um, they were all over us in the second half, but we kind of kept steady. Were, were you were you confident throughout that, that, that onslaught, Mars, or did you kind of think, oh, oh it's coming? I, th- I felt as if something might, like they had some half chances, um, obviously swapping Jackson for, for um, Kizzy. And a couple of other subs, obviously, uh, Omar came, came on. It looked like he was playing up top for a little bit. Um, but I thought like, something might be coming. They were 
pressing quite a lot and obviously forcing us to, to make some errors and putting in crosses, but we, we dealt with it quite well. Like you said, Louis and uh, Ben were, were unreal yesterday. Yeah. And, and Neil, what, what were you sort of thinking at that point? When the sub, the, it was obvious that the subs, though Matt in his interview said they weren't pre-arranged, it was obviously based on the data because obviously mm -hmm. Smith went off first. He'd run it. He's, he's had only one full game in 13 minutes. So he looked knackered. So he had to come off. Same with O'Brien and Jackson. It was obvious that they'd only got 60 minutes in because they've had no pre-off. But this time it, we looked so much more organised after the substitutes. So it wasn't mm -hmm. like... Um, Newport where you know everybody was didn't really know where they were meant to be standing or what they were meant to be doing it looked so much more organized so therefore it didn't actually um, make a difference and Joe Kizzy came on and uh, you know defensively was fine he made one or two um, errors going forwards with balls up the line which went out rather than in but uh, you know again and then Lewis going to left back again it was almost like we were playing a back three, really, with three centre-backs. And uh... Yeah, when I remember early in his career with us, um, he played right-back quite a bit. I don't think I've ever actually seen him at left-back. Um, but yeah, he was like, yeah, Matt tells you to do something, you go and do it. And I'm like, yeah, I can agree with that. I understand that. <laughs> um, but um, so what? how do we kind of keep this up? What, what do we think has kind of happened that we can take this form into the league? I think just in regards to competing for positions, obviously before Jackson came in, Kizzy was obviously pretty much playing right back by himself, obviously with, with a, a little bit of cover. But having players push others for their position, knowing that they've got fight, uh, it, I think, I mean, pushing them after yesterday, clean sheet, I, I don't think we'd want to change anything in regards to a home game on, a, on Saturday. I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't the starting the starting lineup on Tuesday was the starting lineup on Saturday actually. Yeah. And uh, you know, with us, suspect Jackson and Smith may be able to play a little bit longer. And uh, you know, as I said, those three players coming back into the team just made all the difference. Gave us some League One class, really, which uh, yeah. you know would be good to exploit. Yeah. Lovely. So, unlike the last few weeks, a uh, few games have been scratching around for ideas of, of, of moment of the match. Um, <clears throat> hopefully, you've got some kind of thoughts about um, what you like as moment of the match. Um, so, it can be anything. It can be the acoustics, if you if you like. Uh, but li literally, whatever you like. So, um, who wants to go first with a moment of the match for yesterday? I'll let Mums go first. <sighs> Uh, for me, it's got to be got to be the goal. The goal, Aiden's goal, lovely. Um, Neil, go on. I've got two. One okay. is comic. One is comic when they uh, put the team up and labelled us as Burton Albion. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, which was that was comic. Uh, but I would just say uh, the twelfth man essentially yeah. was because you know. <laughs> The, the, the crowd really, I, I think we did make a difference. And, you know, we've been already cited as the 12th man. Well, uh, right, first of all, 
that that is a bit cheeky because obviously if this is going to a vote people who are there are going to vote for it aren't they because they're voting for themselves so that that's yeah. very sort of mick foley <laughs> wwe-esque and <laughs> mine was actually um it was the changing mat um that a they're going over and giving everyone a little clap beforehand the interview after the, the scenes afterwards i know a lot of clubs will look at that and go what the hell is going on they only threw to the third round but it was again that little note we're all in this together this this we we all believe in everything that's going on and i think although i don't go to them i think the away matches are a lot easier for that connection than than the home matches um so yeah mine's going to be the sort of um map clapping the fans before the match which is is a little bit unusual uh, which obviously helps but he did say it was the noise beforehand as well which is why he went over so um yeah it's um, almost the same thing um I asked people's questions. I didn't get any questions. I just got, who do we think we're going to get in the next round? Um, so we are recording before the, the draw. Um, by the time people are listening, they're going to know who we got. But who, who do you fancy in the next round, Marms? We'll start with you. Um, I'll, I'll take any any prem side away, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll, it'll be, it'll be a, a decent away day. But unfortunately, not knowing our luck, I think we might get someone, another League 2 side or, or a bottom half league. You go on the side, unfortunately, but fingers crossed. Yeah, Neil, who are you hoping for? Well, after when we played five minutes of the seven minutes extra time, I turned to Jenny and said we were two minutes away from the Etihad. <laughs> at which point, at which point she thumped me. But um, but knowing our luck, probably Salford away on a Tuesday. Yeah. You know, yeah. because <laughs> you know, who doesn't love Salford away on a Tuesday? <laughs> loves Salford away. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like everyone else. I've, I've, I was stunned to find the prize money for this competition is awful um, compared to even the, the, the EFL trophy. Um, so actually, yeah, I'd, I'd take a big Premier League side at, um, for away or at home just for the, the big payday. Because um, obviously if we were to, for example, get Man United at home, that would almost guarantee to be on the TV. So we'd get um, a bit of money there. But... And um, we'll find out in a little while, probably by the time people listen to this, obviously. So joining us now, we've got Dylan, who is a Forest Green fan. Hello, Dylan. How are you? I'm good. Well, are you? Yeah, very well. That little clip, but I'm, I'm fine. Um, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, just heard you say you're a Stoke fella and you support Forest Green. So um, tell us how comes you support Forest Green, how long you've been supporting them, that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, so it's really random, really. It started off in high school where me and my mates would be looking at like National League, National League North South teams, and we'd be looking at results, etc. And we kind of took a, a liking towards the team. And at the time, uh, Forest Green just lost to Grimsby in the playoff finals in the the National League at the time. Um, and obviously, I, I knew Forest Green were many years back from that because I had family from down there. Uh, so it kind of came on a bit went to a few games in the National League and then when we got promoted to League 2 eventually went to a few games and that love kind of came and just started supporting Forest Green ever since 2016 Beautiful, beautiful um, and yeah. you, do, you do some 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 vlogs as well or did someone just give you um, information? I, I kind of do some. Uh, I do my own TikToks where I do Forest Green content, and whenever I get the chance to go to a game, I do um, do a kind of like a match day vlog on the day. Just, just let everyone know, Dylan kind of 
joined in about four o'clock this afternoon because I, I was badly organised and I didn't get some responses. So, um, but have you got any kind of uh, match day traditions when you do get to go? Superstitions? What what is it? Your kind of your, your match day? Um, I don't really have one really. Oh, Every... on. Everyone's got something. <laughs> How, how my day plans out is wake up, shower, have a, a a drink before I leave the house and then carry on drinking throughout the rest of the day. That's kind of how it, work, it works out. Um, but no, I don't really have one. It's kind of just turn up and out for the best. Oh, fair enough. All right. Um, and what's your possibly last season? Actually, not last season, one before. Uh, what's your favourite memory supporting the team? Um, well, there hasn't been many since, obviously, um, if you look at Forest Green's history. Uh, but it would be the winning the league at Mansfield uh, the season before, just, uh, would be definitely the one. Right. And the season so far, obviously, relegation last year, full of hopes and dreams. And then a day before pre-season starts, pre-season starts you sack your manager. Um, how's the season been highs and lows for you? Mostly lows. Um, obviously, very strangely, having Duncan Ferguson all the way up to pre-season and going, no, you're not, we're not, you're not staying with you, gone. Which was re- really, really odd. Um, so from there onwards, it's been very strange. Um, you know, we went for a few weeks for the transfer window and, and having Hannah Dingley as our interim manager. Kind of like, we're going into this league two season very unprepared. But luckily, we kind of got that back. We we um, signed David Horseman. Um, if you don't know who he was, he was an academy manager's. I think it was at Brentford or Brighton. I'm not too sure it's one of them. Um, and he's come in and... He's made signings, you know, as the likes of Troy Deeney um, and a few extra players like Teddy Jenks, etc. He's been really good. But with how late Horseman's come in, it is very, very, like, we're still gelling. We're still getting to know the squad. We're, st- we're still trying to figure out the best ways we're playing, etc. And it's just going to take time and time and time for us to get into a groove of picking up points. Yeah, that, that, that thing with Hannah was just really odd because they made such a big thing about her um, being the caretaker manager. Kind of from the outside, you assumed that she would have a shot at the job. And then afterwards, it turned out that she, she'd already said, no, she's going to be the academy manager and there was no chance of yeah. doing it. So I think it was just uh, your Mr Vince um, getting a bit of publicity um, on the club again. Oh, definitely. He does love <laughs> any interview when it comes to Sky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So... Um, I'm going to kind of go to everyone here. You, you're going to love this. Um, so, Neil, how, how does Sutton win this game? What, what, what do we need to do? What needs to happen for Sutton to, to, to take advantage of everything? Well, the, the, the comic answer is to score more goals than Forest Green. But the, the proper answer is just to take the momentum from Tuesday and carry it on. And forget about last Saturday, which was a, you know, was a car crash nightmare. So... Uh, you know, that's the thing, is to, is to build on the positives. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, I've had a week to think about it. That last Saturday, apart from the last 20 minutes, wasn't actually that bad. It was a good away performance, just 20-minute car crash. Um, so it wasn't a 90-minute car crash, which is the positive. But, um, Marms, what, what do you think Sutton need to do to, to win on Saturday? 
this was probably a Mills point, pretty much the same. Honestly, yesterday was was a good building block for the boys. So if we can just keep that up, I'd, and I wouldn't really change much of the lineup to be honest with you. Um, just just keep it how it is, and yeah, just hopefully pick up three points. Dylan, you, no one really likes the answer to this question. What needs to go wrong for you for something to win this game? <laughs> yeah, oh God, yeah. Yeah, for us to beat Sutton, we need to get out there early. Um, we've seen many times already in the start of the season, we started off very slow. Um, we've let teams come at us and that's where goals have came. Um, we've been very leaky. So for us, we need to be pressing early on, creating early chances and obviously trying to get that advantage before we go into the, the second half. And then that's where we do usually come out as our best so far is the second half. Okay, um, and it's very early in the season, but are there any kind of potential implications for this match for the season so far? I mean, I know we've had a bit of a bad run, a bit of a bad start. Mars, um, what, what, what's your kind of um, thoughts of any implications or is it just another game to tick off to start getting the, job, the squad to gel together? Yeah, I, I, it's still early days to be honest with you. Um, I think... If we can pick up three points on, on Saturday, it'd be a good building block and just, just go from there. And I'd like to take every game as, as they come, not to get too carried away if we're, if we're near the top and don't get too worried if we're around the bottom. Yeah. Dylan, what do you think? Is there any implications for you guys or is it, yeah, is it just, a, just another game? Uh, it's just another game. It's another game for us to really... Get the, as I said, the squad jelly, you know, we've got to take these games and, you know, work as hard as we can. Um, but we are seeing that slowly progressive build that we are going to get better and better. So let's just hope tomorrow can be a chance for us to progress even more. Lovely. And Neil, what what do you think? Is, any, is it too early for six pointers? or? Um, I think it's too early for six pointers, but we've got a difficult September coming up too. So I think it's important that we get, you know, this is one of the, with the greatest respect to, to Forest Green, this is one of the easier matches on paper and playing them at a time when they're probably not as good as they're going to get. So, you know, I would say that it, it's important that we do get the three points on Saturday because the table, you know, by the end of September, we'd have had 10 games and, uh, you know, we want to be, you know, in the middle at worst and not uh, nearer the bottom. Lovely. Um, and what we're going to do is, um, I didn't know Matt didn't do this thing. He's only in his interview. He said he doesn't go into the chamber room before the, at the start of the games. Um, so I, I stumbled on this just completely bizarrely. Um, but Marnes, you've got 30 seconds for the team go out. Matt's given his instructions. What are you telling the team and what's your prediction for the game? Same same as yesterday. Honestly, just same as yesterday. Keep it direct. Great intensity. Um, predictions. Or, or, I'm, I'm hoping for, for a free one. Free one? Okay. Yeah. Um, Dylan, what are you going to tell your boys uh, in that 30 seconds before they go out and a prediction for you? Oh, put me on the spot now. Um, oh, yeah, get out there, give it your all, leave everything, any worries behind in the changing rooms, go out there, give it your all. Um, I don't want anything more 
you know, I'd just want points, want three points the main thing. Anything else is a letdown. Um, but, yeah, um, that's really it. But for me, I'd take a one-all team on Morris Green. Okay. Yeah. Neil, what, what's your message and prediction? I'd remind the players that a game lasts 105 minutes these days and not 70 minutes <laughs> because, uh, you know, the last 20 minutes of most games have been... Uh, have been bad for us. So that's what I'd say, yeah, remind them. And I'm going to go, very unusually for me, an optimistic 2-0 win for us. 2-0, Blomis. Another clean sheet. Two in a row. Come on, Neil, that can't happen. Um, I wouldn't have a message because I'm too scared of it all because they're too big. Um, but the uh, I'm going to go I'll always put something, uh, two, 2 one um, just to... You know, keep up this record. Um, we need to find out what Jenny thinks because uh, Jenny got it spot on yesterday. She's the only one who got it spot on. So, um, anyone who wants to join in that prediction league, um, let us know. No one's actually run away with it yet. I think out of a maximum of 36 points, I think someone's got 14 at the top. So, we're not very good at this prediction malarkey, but we'd be rich if we were. Um, but, gents, thank you so much. That, that's going to wrap up this episode of Something Podcast. Obviously, I know um, maybe not you, Dylan, but we, we're interested in watching. Uh, the matches on TV because there's a draw afterwards that we've got very lots of interest in. Um, so we're going to brush it off to see that. Um, appreciate everyone's attention, the attention. Damn it, I said it wrong. Uh, feedback, um, please uh, like, follow, share, something podcast on the social medias. Until next time, thank you to our sponsors, Lucky Star Gin. Thank you to the stage panel, Neil, Marms, I hope it wasn't too painful. And Dylan, thank you very much for stepping in last minute as well. Um, thanks right. to you, the listeners, and hope you've enjoyed this episode of Something Podcast. Um, take care and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something about talk time on podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. Network.